want is an opportunity. This is America, ain't it? Who the fuck's stopping you? This is Bootlegging, where each week we will discuss HBO's original series, Boardwalk Empire. Grab a glass of your favorite libation, and let's do a little chin wagging. I'm going to say like, and three, two, one, and record, like... <laughs> <laughs> Like, let's just, like, fucking throw everybody off. It's kind of funny you sounded like um, that, uh, what is it, Orson Welles when he does that wine commercial and he's fucking hammered. Oh, my God. (laughs) 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 The French. I forgot about that commercial. God damn, I miss, I wish I would have lived in the 60s and the 70s. Because that was when that was, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was was back then, yeah. Like, people just got hammered all the time, and it was, like, publicly acceptable. Yeah, dude was so drunk. You, Can't even believe it. You haven't seen. Um, by the way, this is bootlegging a boardwalk entire <laughs> podcast. Um, this is your host Colton. Yeah, this is Chris. <laughs> um, you still haven't watched Mad Men, right? No, I haven't. I haven't. There's, this is this isn't a spoiler. There's like a kind of a, ma- a main character, not a major character, a main character in in uh, Mad Men, where like. In the middle of a meeting, he like stands up like he's drunk and he stands up to say something and he just pisses his pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're all laughing at it. And like he goes and it, like he goes to sleep like in his in his like desk, like at his Good desk. Good Lord. And like they wake him up and they're all like, yeah, we've all been there. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah, right. <laughs> People were making like millions of dollars just pissing their pants. <laughs> Like we're all halfway there at least already, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, I would grew up in the wrong time period. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh God. Um now that was actually probably one of the best intros we've ever had. Yeah, right. <laughs> mm. All right, so uh we are back for oh god, I did not even write down I think this is episode seven, isn't it? I think it's seven. Yes. Um, episode seven is season four. Uh, William. Uh, the n- title of the episode is William Wilson. Yes. Uh, now, before we get too far into it, um, we have been doing it. We've been pretty like good about uh, like the cleaning house stuff. If anything, yeah. Uh, interesting. In- any TV shows, movies, uh, video games, life experiences, anything like that. <laughs> Um, no, not really. My, uh, but I'm still living in the twenties with, uh, my ice box, but, um, that's getting remedied tomorrow. So got a new fridge coming. So that's good. What brand? Um, Whirlpool, because apparently okay. they have the best, uh, longest lasting compressors. So shout out to Whirlpool. Give me a free <laughs> fridge. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Uh, the world. I have a. I have a whirlpool. Well, yeah. What is it you have? It's LG, right? The- LG, and apparently LG compressors are literally the worst, which is why it broke. <laughs> so if LG's looking for a sponsorship, fuck off. Yeah, right. <laughs> whirlpool. If you're looking for a sponsorship, what up? what's up? <laughs> um. We have a Whirlpool, and I will say this about Whirlpools. I don't think that their fridges look the best. They're not the cool – I'm putting quotation like the cool high-tech No, or yeah, whatever. like Samsung and LG definitely, like, look flashy. They're flash as fuck, for real. Like, all of their right. are, are really, you know, showroom nice, but it's all it's all surface. No well, no substance. <laughs> and that's it. Like, our, we have a – like I said, we have a Whirlpool. Like, I wish I had, like, all this cool, like, stuff on it, but at the same time, I'm like, I never have a problem with that fucking yeah. fridge. And besides, like, this is more shit to break, and that's it will it, yeah. break. <laughs> and it, it, it not not shit to break; it's shit that will break. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> um, 
I don't really have anything new here. I'm trying to think if I've watched anything. I watched a rant. Okay, I do actually have what. It's not really a shout out. It's just a random thing. Um, so I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and yeah. he had on uh, Dan Aykroyd, which was a really, really? by the way, cool. yeah, really good uh, podcast. Because, you know, Dan Aykroyd's really into the paranormal and stuff yeah. like that. And obviously Joe Rogan is high as shit. So yeah. they obviously <laughs> connected. Had a lot to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> really good episode. Like really, really good podcast episode. I hi- I highly recommend it. Cool. Um, but they were talking about like uh, different things that they believe in. So Dan Aykroyd like full on believes about uh, Bigfoot. He actually believes like there's really Bigfoot. Like there's really Sasquatch out there. Yeah. Um, he even says he's like, he's like, I don't know if it's like what people say it is. He's like, he's like, but I believe that there is a a primate out there that was undiscovered and stuff like that, which, okay, fine. I can respect that. I'm not right. saying I believe in Bigfoot, but I can at least respect that you're trying to come at it with like a rationale and stuff like right. that. Right. So <clears throat> anyways, Joe Rogan was like, Oh, well there's this really cool movie called, uh, Willow Creek and it's directed by Bobcat Goldthwait. Oh really? And it's a horror movie that is a found footage of people going to make a documentary about the Patterson film, and they come across a Bigfoot. Really? It's it's not the best. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, oh, go watch it. How it's the crazy. greatest greatest movie ever. It is good, though. It is actually – it's different, and huh. it's good. And it's the fact that it's Bobcat Goldthwait. Yeah, right? <laughs> so um, I I would say it's, it's something it, – it's – Take the found footage and, you know, it's the found footage franchise or whatever you want to call it. It has gotten so overplayed. Like, oh, I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired of it. This was a twist to it where I was like, you know what? This is something different. It's not witches. It's not ghosts, which they've done ghosts to death. Right. But it's something a little bit a little bit different. So um, huh. it's on it's on Amazon Prime. That's what I watched. Cool. It on. If you I'll if you have Amazon Prime, you know, it's free. Um, it, and it's under an hour and a half, which was awesome. It literally, oh, I think nice. it's an, it's like an hour and 10 minutes. So it was like a really quick watch. It, it's something, something to do like on a, like a Friday or Saturday night. If you don't want to wait, fucking waste five hours watching some movie. Yeah. Right. So. Cool. <laughs> I'll, I'll check uh, it out. Yeah. I would definitely, I definitely give my like recommendation to that. Um, all right. So you didn't have anything else then? Um, no, I don't think so. Uh, Red Dead Redemption Two is coming to PC in November. So what's up with that? Yeah, about welcome, time. welcome to the modern world. Yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Rockstar uh, with their delayed release for PC bullshit. So whenever you need like a walkthrough, go ahead and hit me up because yeah, I already whatever. I've already been there with my PS4. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's cool. It's a good game. It's it's a lot of fun. Been I enjoyed forward it. to it. I knew it was going to happen eventually. Just didn't think it was going to take fucking two years. Yeah, I'm really surprised <laughs> about that, actually. <laughs> All right, so we'll go ahead and get into the episode. Um, I did look it up really quick. It is episode seven of season four, William Wilson. Uh, the IMBD breakdown is going to be Eli confronts Nucky about Willie making an unpopular decision. Yep. Margaret has a surprise encounter. Joe uh, Mazzari, I can't even. Oh my god, I cannot even um, actually say Maserati. his name. Maserati orders Lucky <laughs> Luciano to return to Tampa. Uh, Roy Phillips helps Jillian. Uh, Al Capone tries to get Johnny Torrio to uh, run a rival gangster. Uh, to turn on a rival gangster story. Right. <clears throat> All right, so that's a pretty good breakdown. Um, I uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say on that one. That, that one just gives a really good breakdown. Yeah. So uh, we can go ahead with that and get into the episode. Well, first about the title. 
Uh, did you get anything from the title on this one? No, I mean, I, I, I guess... I think that's like five weeks in a row that it's a no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where'd that come from? Other than mixing people's names and, hey, there's a title. Let's go with that. I didn't even well, bother looking up, like, what this could be referencing. So it's William Wilson. I did look it up. That's the the uh, poem or short story that... Willie's professor is reading. Oh, okay. And it's a, it's a, it's apparently a it's Allan a thing. It's an Edgar Allan, but I, I'll be honest with you, I don't care about Edgar Allan Poe stuff. <laughs> I'm that one person in the entire world that I know nothing about Edgar Allan Poe other than I know what the 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 crow I think or is what is uh, yeah, it even called it, the Raven? It's the, the Raven. crow. It is and the crow. I thought it was the Raven. And it's starring oh. Bruce Lee's son. Oh, he wrote that? Oh, dude, I, like, I do like his shit. Man. That was Edgar Allan Poe. Dude, guy knows how to pick out a good soundtrack. Yeah. All right. No, yeah, you're right. It's The Raven. The Raven. <laughs> dude, if he really wrote The Crow, that'd be awesome. <laughs> uh, so moody. Um, so... Uh, okay, so yeah, he wrote that, and I think there's one other short story I've read of his. I I I just I don't care about his stuff. Uh, um, he, he you wrote, you've um, read what well, what is it called? The uh, I I don't I say I like Edgar Allan Poe, and I do like hearing his stories, but I don't know them well enough. Okay, uh, for example, he wrote a poem that's sort of called the the heart under the floorboards or something like that. I don't remember or the the ticking heart. That was the, the only other one heart. I've ever read. That's yeah. the only other one. I didn't know the name of it. <laughs> um, and so, uh, and that's a good one. Uh, that's a good uh, story. I li- I've listened to that one a couple of times, just like an audio recording of somebody reading that one. Uh, that one's good. And of course, the Raven. And um, I loved his. Uh, I loved his Simpsons episode that did the Raven. That was a. Uh, that's one of my favorites. <laughs> I don't even think I've seen that one. <laughs> it's the first Treehouse of Horror episode from the Simpsons. They. Uh, oh shit! Yeah, Homer. Homer is um, the uh, main character in the Raven, and it's actually one of my favorite. Um, depictions of that poem ever. <laughs> I need to watch this now. That's going to be my good. Halloween. <laughs> uh, so, but other than that, I, I and I tried to read like a description of the 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 story, the poem, or the poem, whatever it is. I, I honestly don't even know if it's a poem or a short story. I really don't uh-huh. know. Um, I tried to read like a description of it, and I kind of got like a little bit out of it. How it's kind of connected. It's basically like there's like a doppelganger who is William Wilson and he has to murder him, but by oh, doing it, he has to kill yeah. himself or yeah, something right. like I, uh, it was very loosely like I get where they were going from. Cause I'm like, okay, so it's supposed to be like Willie it, and what I'm thinking they were going at is like, it's supposed to be because Willie is feeling guilty about what's happened. Right. But Willie's story is such a minor part of this episode. I feel like. Like, I feel like there's more, I don't know, I feel like there was more stuff going on in this episode than really that, to to name it after that. So, I, that's just, I don't know, that was my my interpretation yeah. on it, but, that, that I don't know. Sense. But we've we've said that of this whole, we've said that from this from the beginning of this, uh, this season, though, that the episodes are getting a lot more, I don't know, like, they're just, they're, the titles are getting a lot more, like, mundane, I guess. I don't know. <clears throat> All right, so... We can go ahead and get into it then. Um, I have it broken down into uh, Nucky and Nucky for a storyline. Nucky along with uh, some of his side stuff. 
and then we have Eli's, uh, I'm sorry, Chalky's storyline, and then Capone's storyline, and then Margaret and Rothstein. And then for the side stories, I have uh, Jillian and uh, Lucky's storyline, because both of those are really yeah. minor. So yeah, I, yeah, really short parts for them. And so with those short parts, I figure we can go ahead and talk about those short ones really quick and then go ahead and talk about Margaret. And then the second half, we can talk about um, Capone and um, – I'm sorry. We can talk about uh, – sorry, the little side stories, Margaret and Rothstein and Capone. Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about Chalky and Nucky on the second half. Yes. Okay, and so I want to go ahead and start with the two minor stories, which is going to be Jillian and Lucky, and of those, I'm going to start with the most minor, if you're good with it. We'll start with Jillian's story first. Yeah. All right, so Jillian's story is she's a strung-out bitch. Yep. All right, so (laughs) Lucky's storyline then. (laughs) (laughs) Well, but seriously, though, and like while we were watching the episode, we were like... What the fuck are they wasting screen time on this for? Like, I actually was going to time it. They wasted a bunch. For what? What the fuck did that add to anything? All it was was developing their relationship, which as of yet has, it, I mean, it's pointless. I don't care. I don't care. I don't. No, I, I agree <laughs> with you. The only, I'm not even going to lie to you. The only thing that I got out of their storyline is Peter from The Office is a handsome man. Yeah, yeah, he did. Like with good. that little bit of a beard, bro yeah. looks good. Like <laughs> he, he seriously, good. his little uh, <laughs> his little side part looked nice. Mm-hmm. That's it. I mean, I, I suppose it's a decent you know use of screen time to 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 make that point. But, <laughs> but come on, <laughs> but that's it. That's that's all. The, I didn't. I I didn't get it. I'm going to be honest with, and I'm not trying to hate because uh, I've been. Oh, I am. Jillian. I am trying to hate. Uh, no, him. I know you will. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been kind of the Jillian defender. For uh, I'll, I'll admit it. I've been kind of her defender for the most part for this whole podcast. I don't get it. I do. I can't yeah, defend her story no in this, and I don't understand. Like, I don't know. They could have literally had her in two, like two scenes: one of her going through the withdrawals, right. and one of them hooking up, and it would have the exact same effect. Yep. As the five like five minutes that we wasted on it. Yep. <laughs> so that's literally all I have on them. I don't have anything else. <laughs> uh, Lucky, I actually don't have much on his uh, other than he does meet with Grand Tor- uh, not Grand Torino. I'm sorry, with Maserati. There you and go. now I am confused by this, and so maybe you maybe there's something you were paying attention better on than me. Or, uh, He's Maserati is upset that and I god damn it I forgot to write the guy's name down. Um Maserati is upset that the guy in Florida, the mm-hmm. Italian guy in Florida yes. is doing business without getting them in on it. And so um, he wants Lucky to go and kill him. Is that what I was understanding? No. no okay, no. okay, he's, okay. He's going to go do business with him. Um and, and and we kind of saw that developing last episode where um, I think that because they're all Italian and uh, well, Maserati think, and him know each other somehow. Right, right. Maserati but, and the guy in Florida, they know each other. Florida Italian. We'll call him Florida Italian right now. Yeah, Florida. <laughs> Maserati um, and Florida Italian, they know each other somehow. Yeah. And um, I mean, 
did, oh my did god! He, did he ask him to 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 off him? I thought they were just. Uh, I thought Maserati was just telling him to um, go into business, like start actually dealing with him uh, to 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 get something done. Just because in the last episode he offered Lucky a you know a deal to start working with him, but Lucky was you know there with Nucky, so he didn't he didn't take the deal. But he also didn't really say he was 100% behind Nucky. I mean, obviously, him and him and Lansky broke up. And uh, so, right. <laughs> so that uh, that partnership's over. So now he's kind of, uh, you know, free range Lucky. And um, he's looking for a new new deal, uh, I suppose. I just realized Italy and Florida are literally the same thing. <laughs> Italy is a peninsula. Florida is a peninsula. Italy has Sicily, which is an island. Florida has Key West. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Italy is is the penis of Europe, and Florida Florida's is the, the penis, penis of the U.S. Italy has the pizza pie. Florida has the key lime pie. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was high right now. <laughs> Italy's full of angry old people. Florida's full of angry old people. Exactly. Oh my god! And they all drink wine. And constantly. now we pissed off Italy, so that's good. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> no, but seriously, I want to go to Rome. So yeah, for real. <laughs> um, no, I I agree with. I don't know. I I don't. I couldn't tell if he was trying to say like, "Hey, go in there. I want you to kill him," or if he was like saying. No, get closer to him, earn think, his trust. Yeah, I feel like that's what was going on. Um, uh, maybe not, but that's that's what I got away. You know, that's what I got from the conversation. I, admittedly, I think I was a bit distracted right during that scene for some reason. I can't even think of why now. I think I like got up to go to use the bathroom when that scene was happening. It's so only one scene. I might have missed it's... something. Yeah, it's just a really short scene, so I might have missed something too. But um, that's what I got out of it. So. It's a short scene. I I don't like I said. I don't. I I honestly don't know. I couldn't quite make out what was going on. Uh, I'm, I mean, obviously, this is going to be a bigger factor here sure. in the next episode or two. Yeah. You know, uh, so it's. I mean, I, I'm sure it'll be a lot more clear exactly what was going on. I just feel like they didn't. The the writers or the director, whoever. This is another example of what uh, Boardwalk, I feel like they're kind of like faulting on, is they're trying to put too much into one episode. Yeah. Like, they're putting too many actors into one episode. So, uh, or to, too many, sorry, too many storylines, too many storylines right. into one episode. <clears throat> so, I mean, th that's all that I have on, on Lucky's story. I don't have anything else. Okay. Uh, so, the next one is, the next smallest story I had was uh, Rostein. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was Rostin and Margaret. So I will go ahead and say this. I did not hate Margaret this episode. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, she uh... finally. finally <laughs> it's been it's, I've right. hated her for two seasons. <laughs> I don't hate her finally. For and one I think episode. it's a, I think it's mostly just because it's showing her as her own character. Not yes. tied to Nucky. Not um, I don't know. Not not hating that she is knowingly taking part in 
in something, even though she kind of likes it. I don't know. She's always been that that character where it's like um, she can't make up her mind, and so she's going to just be angsty and, and whiny about everything. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and so now she's like out on her own, doing it on her own, and uh, making her own money here at this new... Uh, uh, what is it, a savings and loan or some shit like that? Yeah, but it's, she's doing the same thing. That This guy's scamming people the same way that Nucky was yes. scamming people. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, I mean, she's And she's still helping in the shakedown. Yeah, and she's, like, knowingly doing it for a payoff. I mean, right. like, I don't... I don't know. I mean, I will say this. At least she's not trying to do a, a, I'm a mightier than thou or something like that. At least right now she's not. Yeah, right. So I can at least deal with it. If you're going to be a part of this, whatever. Hey, man, whatever. Like, if pe- if there are suckers out there giving away yeah. their money, man, it is what it is. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know. It's She's going to the same thing. So I don't know. Um, now, could you figure out what this scam was that they were working or anything by uh, any chance? Yeah, kind of. So – this is the um this is the the same property sale, sales that uh, Nucky ran into when he first went to Florida, right? Oh, the, um, a Cobra, I think is what it is, or, or something. Anaconda, like Anaconda. There you go. Um, so basically, they have a shit ton of swampland in Florida that nobody actually wants to buy because you can't fucking develop on it because it's a fucking swamp, <laughs> and so. Yeah. So they're selling it off to whoever they can find to buy this land. Um, so, or invest in it, you know, it's, I guess they're developing it. So they're, they're looking for investors to give them money to quote, develop this land. That's undevelopable. Okay. <laughs> so um, he's trying, he's uh, the boss there is talking to all these uh, potential investors, trying to get them to give them money. But then Margaret walks in um, and tells them how, uh, oh yeah, my husband, uh, he was going to invest in it, but I tried to talk him out of it and it, it almost, it was the, almost the biggest mistake of our lives because he's made so much money since he invested in this, <laughs> in this anaconda scheme. And so basically she's just a patsy to try to get these, uh, potential investors to, you know, go ahead and buy into it. Um, um Okay. And, I couldn't uh, figure it out. I could not. I, I knew it was a scam, yeah. but I could not figure out exactly what was going. I did not connect it to Florida at all. Yeah, I did yeah. not. It's, like, it's it's Florida land. It's the the anaconda bullshit. You know, garbage swamp land that uh, they're trying to tell everyone that this is okay. the, this is the newest land development. You got to get in on the ground floor and uh, give okay. us your money, and you'll be rich. And uh, yeah. They suckered somebody else, and, and Margaret gets a, a little kickback for doing so. Yeah, what was it? It was it was ten bucks, $10. and the guy <laughs> and the guy invested uh, five grand. Yeah, five thousand dollars. <laughs> that's not even that's not even one percent. Yeah, no. <laughs> when, when, if I'm not my math is not the best. One percent would be fifty, five. right? Wouldn't? Yeah, no. Ten ten percent ten percent would be five hundred. Oh yeah, you're right. I'm thinking about fifty. Yeah, so it's yeah. $50. So <laughs> one one percent would be fifty. Fifty. Yeah. She got ten. She didn't even get a percent. Nope. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that's insane. Okay. She got point two percent back. <laughs> oh my god. Can you? Uh, I'm done. I am done. <laughs> uh, um. So 
we then see that uh, she's going back to do this again, and with it's with the second customer, and we see right. that we know that we know who this customer is. Yes, uh, it's Rossine. Yes, now Which was super surprising, <laughs> right? Okay, one, it was surprising. Like, you, did did you see her and Rossine? Even though it was New York, did you see them hooking up? Like, no, connecting it's like such this a or anything? Weird, like? Yeah, such a weird pairing that happened. So. I ne- I never saw when I the first time I watched this never saw this happening right and I actually right. do remember this like meetup and stuff like that never saw it happening on I'm actually going to talk a couple different times about AV Club on this episode mm-hmm. which is kind of cool on AV Club they were predicting this meetup two episodes ago what yes I was when they were talking when whenever she meets with Nucky in New York uh, remember are they uh, at the train station. And yeah. as a seminal, the the lady that was writing the reviews on AV Club at that time was like, "Oh, she's in New York." She's like, "There's only one other act. There's only one other person connected to Nucky in New York." She's like, "It's Rossi." She's like, "If you look at the writing styles, they have to meet up." I was like, "Oh, good grief!" Yeah, I was like, "That's actually kind of clever to figure that out that fast." That's nuts. <laughs> but then I'm also like, "Do you ever enjoy TV at that point?" Cause... Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All I do is just constantly look for the next connection. I don't even but, listen to the story. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't. I don't know. I can't do that. Um, the other thing I got off of AV Club on this meetup, which I thought, and I did not fact check this. So if I'm telling fake news, please <laughs> tell me I'm telling fake news. I did not fact check this, but um, Rostein is Yiddish for Redstone, and he oh, really? introduces himself as yeah. Abe Redstone. Huh. Well, so then. I which I believe it because I'm like Rothstein. OK, it was like Steen Stone Roth. I could see that being red. Like, right. OK, I was like, oh, yeah, Redstone, I believe right. it. Yeah. Rothstein. Huh. And then obviously well. Abe and then Arnold. Like, that's not even yeah. Arnold. I can see that. I can see Giddish for Ar- um, Arnold being Abe or Abe Giddish for Abe being Arnold. I could see that. Yeah. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true or not, but I could I could see that. Um. But yeah, so kind of interesting little huh. how he came up with his quote unquote his side alias. character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Rothstein buys apparently buys into this Anaconda yes. realty by like what a hundred a hundred and fifty thousand a huge amount. Yeah, and then gives uh, Margaret a hundred bucks. Yeah. So. Which I was again, like, is not uh, <laughs> no, because a hundred thousand percentage, a <laughs> hundred thousand, a hundred thousand, one percent would be a hundred bucks. No, right, a hundred thousand, one hundred thousand, one because a thousand would be, would be 1, a thousand would would be ten percent. A thousand would be ten percent. No, ten thousand so, would be ten percent of one hundred thousand. Oh, you're 10 right. Is ten percent of a thousand? So a thousand would be one percent. Yeah. So, so she's getting point oh one percent. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, less than that because it was one hundred and fifty thousand. All right, man. Fuck Rossine now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this has been math with Chris and Colton. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's still following along. Um. But now I didn't understand why he's also wanting her to keep quiet because so then he calls her to let her know like you got my present. Um, he's like, I'm. A, I'm gonna assume that uh, uh, you want me to keep our encounter as private 
as I want you to do want you to keep it as well. Yes. So why does Rossi want this like so quiet? Could you figure that out? I, yes. I, and, oh, and okay. We were, just, we were just talking about how people. I don't even listen to the story. All I'm doing is looking for connections. I did figure this one out. Okay. Um, because, uh, so basically, Rothstein just bought up all of the export land from Florida to the rest. I mean, he's just he just bought the connecting routes out of Florida. So Nucky now, if he's trying to get all of this rum through Florida and up into the rest of the U.S., Rothstein owns the channels now. He just oh. bought all of the land. So, and that's why Rothstein wants to make it a surprise for Nucky because he's already pissed off at Nucky. Like him and Nucky already had kind of a, kind of a falling out and they're, they're not on the best terms. They Correct. did go to Florida to start trying to, you know, buy into it, but didn't Rothstein drop, drop from the deal or no, nobody actually agreed he, to it, right? Uh didn't like something about it. Yeah. Something about it. he said it wasn't the right. It was. It was. He did the whole little fucking Rossing like speeches that he does. You right. know, basically like it's not quite right. Right. And so he didn't feel comfortable taking yes. that bet. And so instead, Lansky went behind his back and decided Lansky was going to do the deal with, with correct. Mickey. But now, um, Rossing just uh, weaseled his way right into the deal without even having to put money up, except for to buy this all, all of this land. So I think that's what's going to happen. Is that now? Uh, Nucky is uh, gonna owe Rothstein for for courier service or for something to which, use these paths to to get out of Florida. Which I think they were t- talking about going on the train, which is what that Anaconda land was gonna be developed for, is for trains to go um, out of Florida. I think I might okay. be making that part up, but well, and if what you're saying is true, <clears throat> like let's just go with it. Let's just say that this is what it is, mm-hmm. right? Then that's actually really smart on Rossi because Rossi's doing a fifth of the investment at that point. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because the rest of them had to uh, uh, front five hundred. Yep. Which is what which would make sense because this is what Rossi does. He wants the greatest return on the minimum yes. investment. Yeah. So he's like, going to find any other way that he can to to put in less of his money and get more of it out. So Rossi is uh, doing what he do and making the making the real deals. Okay. <laughs> That was uh interest. That was actually really interesting. I di- I did not connect that actually. So um, but that it all make that all makes sense now. I just I didn't know they were talking about Florida land. Like that's what like threw me for a loop. I guess. So and lo- like I said, I maybe I'm making that up too, but I'm pretty positive that's what it was. The the Anaconda deal and the land was is what. But what you're saying uh, makes sense. It, it, it's like it makes like I'm not sitting there like okay, well you're kind of connecting stuff that I don't know about. No, like what you're saying, you're it makes perfect sense. It really does. So I I, be, I believe it a hundred percent. I obviously will find out if it, if yeah. this is what's happening, but I don't I don't I, I'll say this right now I don't doubt it. You know, yeah. like I I can see that this is definitely in the realm of what's probably going to be happening. Yeah. Um. Now, did you have anything else on their story? Like I said, there was another really minor no, one for this I don't episode. Think so yeah, um, that that was pretty much it. Um, it is kind of funny to see uh, Margaret going into it. And being just fine with it, like <laughs> just totally she was, okay. She was so high and mighty about getting involved with uh, all these uh, f- fucking bootlegging gangsters, and now here we go. Oh, Rostin, you gave me a hundred dollars. All right, let's. Uh, that's fine. Let's let's get back into this. <laughs> I I fucking hate Margaret. Oh my yeah. God. <laughs> now you're making me hate her again. Like, 
<sighs> God, I just at least I hate Jillian more. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we can go now into our first big episode or big uh, story um, for this half, and then we'll take a break. Uh, the first uh, big story for this one that we're going to talk about, and this is actually, and I w- kind of wanted to save this to talk about last, but I, I, I love Capone's story so much for this episode. Yeah. The whole Capone and Gran Torino, I'm lumping all of them together. Right. So, I this story was plus I actually get to go and make a little notation on this of where I was wrong about something, which I am gonna go over in just a second. Um. And so with Capone's story, first off, it the episode starts with his storyline. Um, that's that's where the whole episode starts. I really, really liked that uh, the the opening credit or the opening f- uh, fade in was that old school like black circle like yeah. expanding out, and then the guy the cop gets shot. So it's kind of like the expanding out circle was also kind of like a gun barrel. Yeah, in that way, yeah. I was like, dude, I was like. That editing is fucking phenomenal. Yes. Like that's some cool stuff. I really enjoyed that part of it. Um, so we see the uh, a cop get shot in the head by Capone. Part of the connecting stories that we're seeing in this is the cop is reading in the newspaper about some uh, murderers that were just kidnapped, um, which is uh, Leopold and Loeb. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't which, know if um, you know about them or not. I I feel like when I saw those pictures, I I must have seen those pictures at some point because they looked familiar, but I couldn't then I saw their names and I was like, "No, I don't remember those names at all." So maybe not. So they're a really famous um it's a really famous murder uh m- uh murder story. I was actually going to do our break on uh oh, Leopold okay. and Loeb, um but I just I couldn't quite do it. I couldn't quite get it written out to uh, the break format. That I would like to, so unfortunately, I'm not going to do that okay. because I, honestly, it, it's too much. It is too much. Oh, okay. Uh, th- essentially, what it is is I, I I had to learn about them when I was getting my criminal justice degree. They were it was uh, these two kids that were basically super high intelligent kids, and they wanted to sit there and say, you know what, you could pull off the perfect crime by killing somebody. So they kidnapped a 14-year-old cousin of Leopold, if I remember correctly, or 13-year-old cousin. They kidnapped this kid, and they killed him, hid the body to where the body would be found. And then they mocked the police that they did it, but they couldn't be caught. Oh. Yeah, it's a very huh. – it's a very, very weird story. Um, if you get a chance, I would definitely recommend reading. I Like I said, I wanted to do a break. But I started writing up the break, and I literally was at like a five minute break. <laughs> and I tried to keep the breaks at a minute at the most. Yeah, so yeah. it's a very it's a very interesting. I definitely like a like I de- I mean I highly recommend. It. I if you can just read even the Wikipedia about them because like if I remember correctly, I think it was either Leopold or Loeb. One of them was like insanely intelligent. Like before he even went, to, they they both by the, spoiler alert, they both get convicted of the murder. Um. Oh my god! I know. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think it is Leopold. Before he went to prison, he spoke twelve languages. Oh, good grief! And while he was in prison, he learned to speak fifteen more. Jeez! <laughs> because he just like that's just how his brain worked. They were both just insanely intelligent guys, and they thought that they, you know, you know how it is. Like there's certain people that are just yep. too smart for their own good. That's what yep. they were. 
they thought they could get away with this crime and ultimately what got them caught spoiler alert is they dropped a pair of glasses next to the body oh my gosh Pre- yeah prescription <laughs> prescription glasses is what got them caught some horribly careless stupid shit because <laughs> that's all they like no matter how smart you are everybody fucks up that's the yep. thing so it's interesting it is a very interesting story i highly recommend people read about it if you get a chance like if you're bored like while you're taking huh. a shit at work read about it so do that. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's what the cops reading about and <clears throat> capone uh offs him and then we next see which is kind of cool that the cop is reading that newspaper and then the next moment we get with the capone storyline yeah. is grand torino reading a newspaper yep. <laughs> <laughs> the editing is amazing in this episode <laughs> And so Gray Torino's really pissed off at Capone because he thinks that Capone is the one that's doing the – well, Capone yeah. is the one doing the killings. Well, he is, yeah. <laughs> but he suspects that he's doing it. And now we also hear Capone doing his little coke nose snorts. Yeah, yeah, seriously, like – Right. So, well, and so this is where I wanted to go and correct myself on this. Capone was a major cokehead. Really? He huh. did so much coke – he had a hole in his septum. Oh, good lord. Like, you know where like people <laughs> will sit there and say, oh, if you've done coke, you have a deviated septum and stuff like that? He actually had a hole in his septum that Jeez. caused, like, massive nasal congestion and or uh, nasal, like, infections and stuff like that. Really? Like, later on in his life, he had a lot of problems later on in life, like, you know, because he had uh, syphilis. And yeah. he had some other issues that affected like brain functions and stuff like that. The vast majority was from infections of the amount of blow that that dude that did. Is nuts! I did I, not know that. I didn't know that until like literally like two days ago, and I was like, "Oh, I I, I said this on the podcast. Let me see." It. I was like, "Al Capone, cokehead." There's so much shit out there about really? it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Huh. Well, <laughs> that dude was straight up Scarface with a mound of blow <laughs> just doing it. <laughs> uh. So, but you can see that, like, Capone is on edge. Like, the dude needs yeah. to calm the fuck down. Yep. Like, what Coke's was it? going straight to your brain, dude. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, what was it? Two seasons ago, he was drinking too much, and he got sober last season, and he was great last season, and yeah. now it's like, all right, dude, like, you need to calm the yeah, fuck now down. now he's off the wall. <laughs> um, And so... He's positive that Banya was responsible for uh, Frank Capone's death because yes. the cops are all Irish, so therefore they're on his they, payroll. They're on his payroll. <laughs> That's some cokehead logic if yeah. I've ever heard it. <laughs> and I feel like any, I feel like even Grant Torino is like, dude, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> that's not how this works. Oh. <laughs> uh, we also see that Banya and uh, Torino are uh, setting up a, a deal uh, to sell a brewery. Yes, that Banya owns yeah, a brewery, Banya, and he's gonna yeah, he's gonna sell it to Torrio. Now, I could this kind of came out of nowhere. I didn't know that Banya and Torrio were this like working this closely together. I guess. Yeah, I knew there was a you know since last season we've kind of known there's been a uh, a really delicate balance between the two uh just because like seeing what agent michael shannon has been dealing with on both sides and uh that kind of thing so they obviously do have business with each other enough that they both knew 
that Agent Michael Shannon was working with the other. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So they they had some connection, but yeah, I didn't I didn't know anything about you know cross uh what what would you call it cross gangster uh sales of of <laughs> of alcohol and uh any brewing facilities but you know here we go let's <laughs> try yeah i just it, it took me like kind of a surprise i get i mean i don't know why i would be surprised because i mean it's it, this is something that definitely i i don't know i feel like this is something that probably would have happened anyways yeah uh now obviously uh, Capone was murdered by the cops. Well, he was shot by the cops because he was pulling out a gun. Right. But he didn't have the gun pulled out. Okay? If you remember mm. from that episode, he was pulling out the gun, but he didn't have it fully pulled out, and right. they just shot him. Do you think Banya was behind it or not? Um, After this episode? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, because I want to ask you some other questions in a second about the, about other stuff that happens in this episode. Right, right. Okay, so you you think that there's a possibility that Banya was involved in it? Yeah, possibly. Okay, because th- this is where my next stuff is going to come in. So they are they Banya sells the brewery to uh, uh, Grand Torino, right? And as soon as the the selling is completed, the cops bust them. Yes. Okay. Yep. And they get busted. He gets released, and he goes back to his like, uh, what is it? Prostitution house or bar? Right. Or like speakeasy. Speakeasy. Uh, sorry, yes. speakeasy. And um, he goes back there to talk with Capone, and Capone tells him like, "Oh yeah, he got out without bail and stuff like that." Yeah. Now, do you think that Banya was involved in the arrest, or do you think yes. Capone and his brother were involved in the arrest? Oh, I don't know. That might be also. It could be, yeah, it could be Capone trying to uh, just set up a situation where he would get the blessing from Torio to go ahead and, you know, take care of Banyan in, okay. in, in retaliation. I didn't think about that. But I from from this episode, I I thought that, you know, it was O'Banion. He set that up. Okay. Because the way that he was acting during the arrest, he, he just was acting so cocky like nothing was wrong you know i was like oh whoops we got caught but it's not my name on the deed so i don't know uh did, did not my fault and yeah he was just acting so so casual about the whole ordeal right um, it made me think that you know he he had to have set this up okay um <clears throat> well i i honestly do not remember like I, I really don't. I do not remember if he's like who's at fault for what. I, I have no clue. And so, it was like a really big surprise for me whenever I was seeing that. I was, I was like, something about the way Capone and his brother are talking makes me think that they were involved. But I, I don't know why. It's possible. It's just, yeah, it's possible. Now that you said it, I didn't really think about that um, as an option. Um, because, I mean, obviously, they can't just go murder this dude because there is a delicate balance between uh, Grand Torino and Banyan. Correct. Um, so this would definitely be, uh, you know, the, the, the red flag that would uh, get them to go ahead to, you know, go take care of business. <laughs> True. Well, no, and it, I, and it obviously is because it's... <clears throat> And the last line that we see with it with them is fucking Capone telling him uh, to go kill that Irish fuck. Yeah. So yep. I don't think that that's there's that's not even like a hey, 
if he was to have a horrible accident, that would yeah, be a right. shame. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just straight up, yeah, go go murder. <laughs> yeah. Go do like, that. So you can't get any more clear than that. Uh, now, obviously, I'm assuming, what do you think is going to happen from this? Obviously, like, what, what what's going to happen? Oh, the turf war, for sure. There's going to okay. be some fallout all over. <laughs> right, that's that was what I was going to say. It's obviously they're we're going to battle at this point. Yep. And that's all I have on that. Then, uh, was there anything else on Capone's story that you wanted? Because that was how, the, if I remember right, that's how their story ended, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yep, just go murder that Irish fuck. The end. <laughs> <laughs> I take offense to that, sir. Um, <laughs> All right, so uh, we're going to take just a quick little break, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about the two big stories of Nucky and Chalky. Haven't been home in a year or more. I hope she holds on a little longer. And we are back from the break. All right. Uh, with the second half, we're going to go ahead and get into the two biggest storylines of this episode. The meat. Um, the meat of the bone. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Is that or the bone of the meat? The meat The meat of... I don't know what the saying is. Meat and potatoes. The meat and the potatoes of the story. There we go. The meat <laughs> and bone of the potatoes. You can't eat a fucking bone. Um, <laughs> no, actually, you can't because you can get marrow. And it's, uh, from what I understand, delicious. Healthy and delicious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, so we'll go ahead. This is going to be Chalky and Nucky's storyline. Now, I actually have quite a bit on um, Nucky's, so I'm going to leave his for the last, because Nucky's I'm also kind of combining in uh, BFBS's storyline as well. Yes. So Mm -hmm. uh, let's just go ahead and start with Chalky. And get his little storyline. His, I say little. It's it's a fairly big storyline, but let's get his yeah. out of the way first. Um, and so the main thing I have on Chalky's storyline is one is his infatuation with daughter is obviously affecting him. Uh, right. So, or yeah, ma- it's all he thinks about. Oh, that sounds weird. Should time. we say daughter or should we say Maitland? Because daughter sounds fucking weird. Yeah. Like, so the, he was fucking daughter, and, like, uh, I don't think I like that. So we'll go with Maitland. We'll go or, with Maitland. Or DM. Right. He's, on the, he's in the DMs. DM. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but his, 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 it's weird. Okay, not weird. It's not weird. It is not weird at all. Like, I get it, dude. No. Dude, Maitland's, she's attractive. She's sexy. Yeah. I get it. He's being an idiot. Yes, that. <laughs> okay, especially for it. Okay, and I almost feel bad. Okay, uh, so there, the, obviously she's bringing in business and stuff like that, which is great. Right. 
he's got a thing for that's cool. I mean, well, he's married, right. whatever. You yeah. know, at this point, every apparently everybody cheats on their spouse in this show. So yeah, right. <laughs> um, but he's got a thing for fine. Okay. Um, my whole thing is when he is so he's speaking with Doctor Narcisse, and. He's wanting to keep her another month. And you can tell that Dr. Narcisse is like, well, why would you want to keep her? Like, he knows, right? Like, Dr. Right. Narcisse knows, like, what's going on, which is kind of tying into with what you were saying last episode. Right. And he's like, well, I want to open up this uh, United Negroes call, uh, f- Libyan front for the uh, what, right. whatever it, it, it's called. And. He's like, well, and Chalky's like, so is it a club? And he's like, it's a confederate of like-minded individuals to talk about the freedom of expression and all of this. Yeah, he, yeah, his long-winded explanation. Chalky's like, the fuck did this dude just say? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he's sitting there like, you know, like, is he talking about the confederacy? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> like, he, I almost feel bad for Chalky right now because yeah. you can. Do- he's he's being taken advantage of because Narcisse knows that you know he's dangling the right fruit in front of him to to keep him distracted and uh, well and it kind of goes along with this conversation. Um, basically, Narcisse is asking him, "Look, I want to open this place up up here, and the if you can make that happen, then your main attraction slash squeeze." doesn't have to leave and go perform elsewhere right and so it's a it's a quid pro quo <laughs> right that's all the rage right now right <laughs> right, um, right yeah <laughs> whoa um, political free zone hold yeah. on <laughs> <laughs> um but um yeah and so and and chalky's just so blinded by his i don't know passion his other brain that he doesn't uh, <laughs> he doesn't uh, he doesn't stop to think about the situation which is uncharacteristic of chalky I it would is say, it is considering he usually is very on top of everything he's always in control but right now we're seeing him you know get jerked around a bit that's a good line to use right now um <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I see that he <sighs> You are you are you are one hundred percent spot on, except did, I did notice he he does not suspect Narcisse of anything. No, but hold on, but the moment Dunn said she's putting asses in the seat and then walks forward, did you notice Chalky kind of looks at him and was like, "The fuck you talking for?" Yes, yes. He does. He can read Dunn's like none other. Yeah. He can't read Narcisse because Narcisse, you can't. I can't fucking read Narcisse. Yeah, yeah. His, the way he talks, it's just the the same. He he has like this weird, calm, monotone way of saying everything that you can't tell when he's distraught or angry or anything. Right, it's all the same. <laughs> but the moment Dunn started talking, you can see that there's a little like something going on with him where he's like, like. I don't know. You could tell he something's kind of clicking a little bit. Yes. Yes. <clears throat> and so he's getting he makes this agreement to allow the uh the college or the educate what whatever I don't know what it is that nurse 
sees ass. I don't know what it is. Right. His his foundation to come into um, th- that part of Atlantic City in exchange to allow uh, Maitland to stay for a th- a- another month, I guess is what it is. Right. Um, the other part is that they're having uh, – let me look at my notes. I am so sorry just really quick. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Okay, no, this is. I, I, I was misreading. So – Dunn and Dr. Narcisse are also meeting at this church right? where they're talking about the epidemic that's been going through for heroin in the black community. Yes. And this is, this is the same congregation that Chalky used to go to regularly to talk to his community. Um, it used to be Chalky going every week, but we find out that he's, uh, he's kind of skipped on making these meetings lately since he's a big important club owner so well now okay so i wanted to ask on that do you think he's missing it because he's the club owner or do you think he's missing it because duns isn't telling him about it or oh that might be or is it that he knows about it and duns is like oh i'll speak on your behalf don't worry about it right either way yeah it's it, it could be either way and I mean, you kind of get the sense that that might be more the case. Which, to except, be fair, but, um, to, but to be fair, that's on Chalky. I was going to say, except that you know, I mean, Chalky's been the one going to these meetings every week. He didn't always have Duns there to you know manage his uh, his situations right. and his meetings and all that shit. But he always made it a priority to make these meetings so he could talk to his community. He's not doing that anymore. And so, obviously, he's losing his connection with the community. Yep. They're not there to back him up anymore. And we've seen in the past that, like, that was a major, major thing that he had on his side. Mm-hmm. The fact that the black community was 100% behind him. They would do anything that Chalky wanted them to do all the time. That's why That's why Nucky, like, uh, he he liked that connection that Chalky had with the black yep. community. He used that connection multiple times throughout the series already. Um, and Chalky's losing that now because he's tied up. Like I said, he's blinded by the, uh, by the, by the vag. Yeah. He can't see past it. <laughs> well, and he, you would think that he would take a note even from Nucky though, because Nucky, when Nucky was the treasurer, that that's what Nucky would do. Nucky would go to all these like bullshit functions and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm not saying that what they're doing is a bullshit function. I'm sorry. No, I don't but- mean it that way, but all these like I little mean, bitty function of these li- yeah. yeah it's bullshit to them is what i'm meaning like nucky doesn't believe in the temperance movement but he was going to the temperance movement right. like event he knew, he knew the value of glad handing exactly i mean that's how the whole series started the f- i think what the first or second a scene we saw is Nucky at a meeting. The temperance yeah, yeah. at a temperance meeting. <laughs> Nucky knew you have to go to those. Yeah. You have to be there. And that's where and so, Chalky's yeah, fucking here's up. Chalky completely letting that slip. Uh, I mean, you had so much power with that, and you're letting it slip right away. Yeah. Because of daughter Maitland. Mm-hmm. No, that's exactly <laughs> it. Um, And so Duns is essentially throwing Chalky under the bus at this point. Yes. Yeah. And so, and not only is he throwing Chalky under the bus... 
he's also sitting there. They're talking about these overdoses and stuff like that. And Dunn's is like, oh, we're looking into it and all this. And I'm like, dude, you're, you are the... You're the one peddling. Like, <laughs> Dunn's is now a bigger piece of shit than he's ever been. Yes. At this point. Absolutely. Yep. <laughs> and I get... Yeah, this is the dude flooding the streets with heroin and going to the meeting saying, like, I'm sure, I don't know, man. I don't know where it's coming from. We're looking at... We're, we're trying to figure it out. <laughs> and then here's Narcisse, though, to come and save the day. Uh, of course. And he's the one supplying Duns. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, I don't... This is basically the CIA and, and crack... Well, no, that's this, that, is, this is this really is where they, this is where it is. Yeah, this is where they got that idea from. <laughs> the, the, the CIA watched Boardwalk Empire before. Yeah. <laughs> they got an early copy somehow, and so they flooded the, the streets with crack. Um, I have an idea. Mm. Got to get we got to get Dave Chappelle <laughs> cook up some crack. Put baking soda. Uh, <laughs> um. And then I, Narcisse, of course, does his little thing where, though, he gets the trust of the community to follow him. Right. Except for one person. Right. Which is, I, I think his name was, yes. I think it's Coffee. Was it Minister Coffee? Was it Coffee? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I think so. And it's it's the, the, the person that's in charge of the church that they're having their meetings at. Yeah, the, the pastor or whatever. Who I, somehow he has found out that Duns is the one distributing the heroin, and he is gonna go and tell Chalky, and Duns right. finds this out and confronts him and um mur- and murders him, that, like stabs him in the gut, kills the guy for doing this. So not only now is Duns backstabbing Chalky. Also dealing heroin, working with Doctor Narcisse, he's now killed a major player. He's backstabbing co- Chalky and front stabbing fucking <laughs> front stabbing God. Like, <laughs> like way to go, dude! <laughs> like, do, do you foresee him getting away with this? No, 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 no. Because this is, I'm, I'm, if I'm not like, this is a big thing. Like, dude, okay, fine. You want to like deal heroin and things like that. Maybe you will get caught. Maybe you won't. Who knows? And if you do get caught, you could do other things or whatever. The dude just killed a major player in their community. Yep. Like in the black community, like, and I'm not, and I'm not saying the minister was a part of like the gangster community because I don't think he was at all. Right. But he's a major pillar in the black community in yes. Atlantic City, obviously because they listened to him. Yes, and this dude just violently murdered him. Yep. I uh, and and so that's why and and you know, okay, back to what you were saying about the people commenting on AV Club, you know, seeing the uh, seeing the patterns <laughs> instead of watching the show. So, I, I said this early on this season. I think it was episode one when they first introduced Narcisse. I was like, okay, well, so this is the guy. This is the uh, this is the new Jip right here. Okay, this is gonna be our this is gonna be our enemy. Um, and now this is the this is the catalyst for our enemy this season for shit to start turning a bit on him. Like that that's Dunn's murdering the pastor is gonna be what's gonna. Uh, that's going to be what's used against uh, Narcisse in a little bit. So do you think Narcisse knew about the pastor getting murdered? Yes. Okay. 
Absolutely. Fucking Duns is Duns is a puppet. Oh, absolutely. He's always been a puppet. Always for somebody. And now he's a puppet for Narcisse and Narcisse is trying to become the the fucking figurehead for the black community. And he had competition. And he had two sets of competition. He had Chalky, he had the pastor. He's got Chalky under his thumb, so he doesn't have to worry about that. The pastor's the only one left. Got to get rid of him. Okay. And now, who who does the whole community get turned to now? Fucking Narcisse. So I, I, I have a feeling he had something to do with this. He knew about it. He was, he was He's pulling the strings. He's the man behind the curtain. <laughs> okay. Um... Okay, I mean that's all that I and, and well and that, that's all that I have on his story for this yeah. episode because I mean I don't remember anything else, right? Um, no, not really. Okay, uh, there was that whole scene with uh, um, Chalky and and Maitland where um, uh, you know they they just got done having sex again. Which okay, and, and so I was actually just watching this episode earlier today with my wife. Uh-huh. There's a lot of sex in this episode. Yeah, there is. Actually, yeah. this season. Okay, this season. There's been a lot of sex this season. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of boobs. A lot sure. of boobs. <laughs> so, it just randomly, because she even she mentioned she was like, "Why is there so much sex going on?" I was like, "I don't know." I was like, "That's definitely something I'm going to bring up." So, <laughs> yeah, just randomly. Um. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So with them, yeah, together in bed. Oh, I thought you were going to have say something on it. No, I mean, they have this whole long discussion about how, you know, it's, um, and he wants her so bad and she's, we find out she's leading him on. Um, she does mention to him that, uh, Narcisse saved her, uh, as a child. And that's why, you know, she's even hanging around with him at all. Oh, yeah, because her mom was a prostitute, and uh, right, right, and her mom uh, got you know hooked up with a with a bad client, and this uh, Narcisse is the one that came in and saved her um, from getting murdered. So that's the story she lays on with with Chalky. Obviously, it works because he's totally into it, and you know he's gonna save her. You're you're my girl now, and. And I'm your man and all this bullshit. (laughs) So they're laying it on real thick in the scene. And then we go on to find out that, uh, uh, and I don't know if we were going to, you know, move on to this naturally just now, but that kind of lays the groundwork for the end scene of, uh, you know, Narcisse and Maitland where she, um, she's in her dressing room getting ready to uh, go on stage and um she's she totally tells uh chalky that she's never been with narcisse you know there's never been a thing there right but then backstage they're acting like no there's totally been something going on right there. um so yeah i guess it, it just adds to the, to the character development um there's obviously some some connection between Narcisse and, and Maitland other than, you know, the father figure, um, which means that it's kind of all a ruse. The, the, the relationship between her and Chalky is, is, is not real. I was going to say, I mean, you, you said this, uh, from last episode and then it's, it's showing more in this one is 
she's definitely I mean she's definitely playing like playing Chalky and what she's telling yes. Chalky take with a grain of salt at this point. Right. Uh because I mean who knows exactly and, and I'm not trying to say that she's necessarily bad because who knows what Narcisse has on her. You know, Narcisse may very right, well I mean, because right. he's controlling her schedule, like everything about her life. So who knows what he has even on her and stuff yeah. like that. <clears throat> uh and so I mean I'm I'm curious to see obviously this is gonna be going somewhere else in the next, you know, episode. Yes. All right, so with that, um We'll go ahead and get into the last uh, story uh, storyline for the episode, which is Nucky's. Um, f- <laughs> I'm just looking at my notes and I'm laughing at it. My very first note in it, because the first uh, we see of Nucky for this episode is he's meeting with Eli, and they're eating mm-hmm. breakfast together. And my first note is, why is Nucky's nose always so fucking dry? Because he's <laughs> rubbing the butter on it, and it's just a scratching sound. <laughs> <a> scratching. <laughs> <laughs> like I like toast, but I don't want my toast like a brick. Dry ass toast. That's gonna that's gonna fuck up your mouth roof for like, sure. Like, dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like some Captain Crunch motherfucker. Like, yeah. seriously. <laughs> oh my god. Like who eats toast like that? Like I want my toast like I want it from Whataburger. Like, oh, it's so soft still and oh so my oh god. That's Texas what toast. That's what I'm mm. saying. Mm. Yeah, all you people without Whataburger, I'm sorry. Um, it's just so I don't get it. It's so dry. <laughs> That's literally my first note. So okay, uh, now Nucky and Eli are there uh, talking about basically what's been happening in Florida and right. Um, what's what all is going on there? It's kind of a cool scene because we get to see this episode starts with them. With Nucky and Eli being like fun brothers, like they're kind of jabbing each yes. other a little bit and stuff like that, right? Obviously, it ends with them not being fun little brothers anymore, right? But it starts with them. He, Eli's kind of jabbing at him, like, "Oh, like what is he's like?" Uh, I heard like the, the, the Sally's a little like a little pistol or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. How'd you get that black eye? Yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the other things I noticed is the way they're drinking their coffee is really weird to me. I don't know if you noticed oh, this. I didn't notice. I noticed this in in movies where they have the coffee cups that are like the little cups, and they have like the little like uh, uh, spout on the end or whatever you want to call. I don't even know the name of it. The handle on the end. Right. Mm-hmm. They always grip it all the way around and then drink it. Nobody ever holds it, you know, like with their pinky. By the, yeah. by the handle. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, who actually drinks like that? Like, who grips the whole fucking hot ass cup? Unless it's just me. I'm like, my hands are that weak. No, that's true. Like, that's why it, the handle's That's there. what I'm saying. Like, like, if I go to IHOP, <laughs> when I'm first drinking the coffee, I'm using the handle. But, like, when it cools a little bit, oh, okay, yeah, you may grip the whole cup. But they're sitting there the entire time just holding it. I don't know. It was a ra- a really random observation that I got from it. That's funny. But yeah. Cuz I, I was just drinking. I, I don't usually drink coffee. I'm not a I'm not a huge coffee person, but oh. I had a cup of coffee yesterday and I absolutely gripped it by the handle the entire time. How do you t- <laughs> All right, so then that's my question. So then that's going to be the fun question for the episode. How do you take your coffee? handle no handle no (laughs) like sugar cream both everything whip topping vanilla uh vanilla syrup like how do you take it 
Black AF. Oh, the, I take it like I take my men. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Same here. I <laughs> with sugar. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I people look at me weird at work. I'm kidding. I don't. I drink it black. <laughs> that's that's me. People look at me weird when I'm at work because I I have like a Yeti like cup. And I just, yeah. I, we have like these little like coffee pump things, you know, where you're, it's just, you fill it up and it's a big like canister and you just kind of pump it into your cup. Okay. And, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And people look at me weird because I'm just, I just go in the break room and I do like, like three or four pumps of the coffee into my yeah. cup and then I put my lid on it and I'll walk away and people are always like, so are you just like really hung over? Like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, no, it's like, I don't like sugar and cream in my coffee. Like I just drink it black straight up. I was like, that's man. Some dudes at my office, like they walk away from the coffee machine and it smells like sugar. Like I can smell the fucking syrups and shit that they put in there yeah. like, dude how how can you even handle that that's too much that's what i'm saying like i don't i i don't get it i've seen guys that they'll be like oh i do four creams and four sugars and i'm like yeah i'm like that's your breakfast like that's some weak shit right there like that's like 800 calories right there yeah. i i can't do it i don't know I'm I'm trying to mainline espresso. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I put two two ice cubes in mine just to cool it down, so I can down yeah. it as fast as possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> You're not supposed to enjoy coffee. You're supposed to drink it as quickly as possible, so that you can wake the fuck up, and that's it. <laughs> wake you the fuck up and be an adult. <laughs> that's all I yeah. need. <laughs> um. So that was just something random I noticed, and it was the, the way they were gripping their cups. Uh, that was Nucky's storyline. I also have, and we can go ahead and cause this will lead into the next portion of his storyline. It is also with Willie. Mm-hmm. So Willie is being extra broody at college at this point. Yes, um, super angsty. It's so much <laughs> angst. <laughs> First, he. I mean, I guess it's it's warranted. He did uh, he did send his roommate to death, basically. So. Well, by and by him <laughs> killing somebody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's a murderer and a sabot and, and a piece of shit for <laughs> sabotaging somebody else's life. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's but he's hooking up with this other girl. Well, not other girl. The girl from the um, previous yeah, episode. Yeah, the uh, curly-haired girl. Yeah. I don't remember her name. I don't either. I don't know. I don't either. I don't care. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. There are more boobs. That's not, We can say that much. Yeah. There's boobs oh, true. right at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so he's hanging out with her. They're, they get in some stupid arguments. Um because she's yeah it's 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 a d- I think it's mostly just just from from Willie's side because um they're just talking shit I mean and he, even she says it's like it's just pillow talk we're just you know you say that you, the bullshit. whole no 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 you say that you say <laughs> that and it's not a hey so which batman movie do you think is the best it's not that kind of pillow talk they're sitting there like Oh, number one. So, <laughs> I already told you before. You don't bring that up after. Okay, okay first <laughs> off, that is not proper pillow talk. She, her first thing is. So I read this book called "Is There a God?" or some or the, or or the God Lie or something like that. She, she's like, so do you believe in God? Okay. Oh yeah, I guess that's, that's a boner <laughs> kill if I've ever heard one. Because <laughs> what are you gonna say? Like right then, like well, obviously she believes in a God, so it's gonna be like, okay, well, no, I don't. Well, then what's she going to do? Oh, my God, heathen. And, like, start, like, whipping you or some <laughs> shit. No, I'm not doing all that. <laughs> I mean, 
I don't know in the context of being <laughs> not, but, hmm, I'm just just saying. <laughs> Dark Knight. So, anyways, <laughs> I told you never to bring it up after. <laughs> um, I I don't know. It was. I don't know. It was it was weird. It was a weird conversation. I get kind of why I get kind of why he was upset about it. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is heavy talk for, you know, just hanging out, but also, I don't know. And, and part of it part he, of it is part being, of it is he's being a bitch. Oh, yeah, let's be real. Yeah, part of he's it is being he, a real bitch. No, part of it is 100% he's being a bitch. I'm not going to sit there and downplay that. Part of it is 100% that. But part of it is also you're not having you're no you're no fun to talk about. Like like you're no fun yeah. you're not, not talking about. <laughs> talk to. You are no fun to talk yeah. to at this point right now. So yeah. So um you know and it, I I did think it was kind of funny that it, it was a uh, it did redeem him a bit when uh like he he gets dressed after this uh super heavy question she poses he like starts getting dressed he's like whatever i'm not dealing with this and i like stands in the door is like i'll see you tomorrow <laughs> he, like leaves <laughs> which totally means okay right. we're not fully broken up so yeah <laughs> you did let me lay like, on top i don't want to hear you talk but we're gonna have sex again so later yeah. <laughs> you... <laughs> um the other stuff I have on Willie's is, I mean, he's in, so like he's, he drops out of school. Uh, the part where we get the name of her episode is he's in class and they're talking about, uh, uh, Will, William, Will, William Wilson, which he just has like a breakdown and leaves class at, at, at that point. Yes. Cause the guy's talking about suicide and stuff like that. And so I don't know if it's like, it's supposed to be Willie is kind of contemplating suicide or if it's just he feels just guilty because of the murder. Like, I don't know. I, I don't. Yeah, I think he's just got so much on his mind. And, you know, then you got this professor over here fucking trying to get you to talk and shit. <laughs> like, <it's laughs> trying to just... be professing and shit. <laughs> yeah, it's just like at, at, at that point, he just breaks and it's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. And what I what I don't like about this whole situation is that he. um I'll, I'll preface this by saying I feel like Willie is going to be part of the organization okay. soon, but I hate that he's like just relying on that. It seems like he's like ready to throw away his college career and all of his everything he has because he's going to fall back on Uncle Nucky's business. I'm, I'm going to be part of this business. Like, I, I, I don't like that. Yeah, I no, I don't either, because like. I get it. Nucky has power and Nucky yeah. has money, but you also see at the same time, your dad went to jail because you talk yes. about it. So, you know, yes. there is a very high probability. Yeah. I'm going to get fucked over at some point. Yeah. Like, I, I don't get it. I don't get why yeah. you would think, you know, all the consequences because you've lived it and you talk about it all the time. What the hell, dude? <laughs> like, and your dad is literally trying to keep you from making those same mistakes. That's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't get it. Because your dad can't go back and do something else because he's too far in. Yeah. Like, your dad can't be like, I quit. I'm going to go and be a postal carrier now or some shit. Like, he can't, <laughs> he can't do that. He's too far in, so he has to keep going at this point. Like, 
Willie is not even remotely too far in. Right. I I don't I don't I don't I don't know I don't get it Say, uh, like exactly what you're saying I don't he's, get it he's being angsty as shit that's all it is that's, yeah. <laughs> I have no tolerance hey, listen listen here teenagers I have no tolerance for your angst I okay? I, I can vouch <laughs> I knew Christopher when he was angsty and it was at, well it, to be fair I was gonna say <laughs> it was towards the end of angsty Christopher yeah and <laughs> I was gonna say I I was that person so I have no tolerance for it now. And I had no tolerance for 2008 Christopher, so... Yeah. That's all. I I don't have anything else on him. Because I'm just going to keep kind of repeating at this point. Like, I don't have anything else on on actual Willie at this point. I have other stuff about, like, Eli and stuff like that, but not actual Willie. So before I get into Eli and the rest of Ducky's story, I wanted to go ahead and... uh, do the little side story with uh, BFBS. Yes. So Broccoli Face, I'm sorry, Broccoli Face Baby Shits, BFBS as we yeah, are calling right. him. <laughs> <laughs> We've, baby Face Broccoli Shits. Ba- I thought it was, I thought it was, oh yeah, Baby Face, bro- <laughs> what did I say? Broccoli Face Baby Shits. <laughs> ba- baby Shits, McBroccoli <laughs> broccoli shits, baby face, uh, uh, broccoli face. No, hold on, ba- baby, <laughs> baby, baby face, shits, baby shits. shits, broccoli face. <laughs> That's the one. We got it. All right. Uh, him and Hoover, uh, they're uh, meeting with Remus. Remus is doing his uh, little confession. Oh <laughs> um, Which is fantastic because he still refers to himself in the third And the, I love how Hoover is like, do that again, and I will sing it. Yeah. Which, Why are you doing that? Which, was it weird whenever he Remus finally said, I don't under, I don't. I, it was weird. <laughs> as much as I've hated it throughout the series, it was weird when he did not refer to himself in the third person. When he said I, I was like, oh, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of the things I, I and this is another thing I saw in AV Club, and the second time I watched it, I noticed it, and it's kind of interesting. So we've talked about this before: how Hoover is very young, right? Mm-hmm. Like Hoover was in real life when Hoover became the director of the Bureau of Investigations, he was twenty nine. Okay, yes. so he was not even thirty. Right. We've also we have also talked about how they dress people. Jip was dressed amazing, right? We'll agree. Right. Jip's suits were fantastic. Yes. Nucky dresses amazing. Fancy. Uh Jimmy. Like Yep. Dude, I would if I could look like Jimmy every day, I would dress like that in a heartbeat, right? Yep. They know how to dress people. Hoover his Shoulder pads, if you'll notice, are very long. They don't fit them properly. Oh, and huh. one of the things that they were talking about in AV Club is it's like he's dressed like a child wearing his dad's suit. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> and when I was watching it, I was like, that is kind of what they're kind of going at. And they're, they're, very, they're doing a very good job of basically showing, hey, this is a kid. Right. You know, they're, they're, they're trying their best to show, like, this is not an adult, a, a, a quote unquote, an adult, but this is a child that's now in charge of a major federal like department, right? right? So, 
I don't, it's just something kind of interesting. Like whenever you watch it, look at how Hoover dresses. It's not the best. It's huh. kind of it's I don't know, it's kind of interesting because even like and you can't blame it on being government because Randolph, right? Amelia Earhart, right? She dresses amazing, right? So no, he's he's most obviously making money if he's going to be like the head of a fucking federal bureau. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's funny. I'll, I'll have to watch it again and and kind of take note of that. Yeah, next time you watch it, like Capete, especially like to his shoulders and stuff like that, it's very loose fitting. It is not a tight like huh. yeah. Uh, so just something kind of interesting. I thought was I was wanting to mention on this. Um. So him and um, BFBS are mm-hmm. they they have like they're having their discussions and stuff like that about kind of like what's been happening. Um. Then we go to this big party that they're having where right. um, Hoover is now officially, quote unquote, in charge now of the Bureau of Investigations. Yes. They've, they've finally created the FBI and broken off of the uh, Treasury. Correct. And as well, it's, it's still not technically the FBI. It's now the federal. It's the. Oh, no. Is it actually the FBI? Well, they they called it the Bureau of Investigations, but they didn't really say like federal bureau. I think right. They said it's. I think right now it is a different, technically a different department than the actual FBI. I think okay. I could I could be wrong. I could be wrong because I can't remember. Ex- I want to say the actual FBI was founded in the forties. And that, I was going to say it makes sense, especially since um, uh, Mellon is right there at the. Uh, at the party, and he's still the treasury, uh, the head of the treasury or whatever. So he's still there to hear this announcement. Um, so I guess it's just the investigations wing of the treasury. It's the Bureau of Investigations for the Treasury. The Bureau of Investigations, or the BI, was established in 1908. The actual Federal right. Bureau of Investigations was 1935. So basically, okay. ten years from now, is it becomes the actual okay. FBI? But uh, Hoover. So the so the BI already existed. He just got named head of the BI. head of the BI, and then later it'll become the federal bureau, okay. uh, the federal BI at that point. So, right. uh, but which Hoover was in charge of that until I just read it. I don't remember the the dates at this point. I don't want to look back. But right. <clears throat> um. So he's now been head of it, and. He the first thing he does while he's head of it is he basically puts he name drops himself onto fucking yes. everything. Douche. <laughs> Which to be I mean and I'm not trying to be like a bootlicker or something like this. I didn't I didn't expect this because Hoover has never once shown himself to be like that type of person at this point, right? Right. And he basically takes credit for every single thing Everything. that BFBS I has done. Single handedly did all of this. <laughs> like, like, damn, dude. All right. He even mentions uh, BFBS in his speech. Like, we went to college together. It was so awesome. By the way, I did everything. Law school. It was all me. Yeah, law school. <laughs> we went to law school together. So cool. Thanks for coming. Here's what I did. Everything. I did everything. I found all these people, found all these connections and all these crime lords. All me. All me, baby. <laughs> He's just touching himself the entire time. Yeah. He's like doing this. <laughs> uh, 
I was I, I don't know, I was really surprised when I saw that. I was like, this is not what I was expecting Hoover to do, right? And then the, yeah, yeah, BFBS didn't expect that either, obvi- obviously. <laughs> and then so then we then go to the next scene of BFBS, which starts out as just showing him as the worst drunk ever. This yes. is somebody I do not ever want to drink with. Yeah. Because all you're doing is complaining about your job. Like, yep. I, I get it. You want to complain about your job? That's fine. That's cool. Yeah. Don't just talk about your job when you're complaining. Like, don't if you if we're going out and drinking, we'll bitch about work. I give a five minute grace period. Yeah. Right. <laughs> if you're going now, move on. Yeah. If you're going past that five minutes, bro, now we ain't drinking together. I'm not doing it. Like, yeah. Get a new job. Yeah, get, get a fucking new job or something. I don't know what to tell you. We're done. So I don't care about that bitch Karen in the back anymore. Like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> so now now before we move on with this. Scene, oh, OK. OK. I feel like uh, we, we, we should have brought up um, earlier because, you know, we, we've kind of tangented off to BFBS specifically. But for this next scene, um there was kind of a precursor. With oh, Nucky, see, right? uh, this is why I hate this episode. I hate that. It, uh, yeah, it's it's because it's it's all tied in and it kind of goes back and forth. So there was a precursor for this scene with Nucky, and that was um, Nucky and Jimmy James, <laughs> right at the beginning of the episode. I'm so happy you took over and you did that. If I could show you my notes, it's literally Nucky meets with Jimmy James. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And that's exactly what happens. So Nucky's sitting there with Jimmy James. And um, um, basically, Nucky is uh, asking him about this uh, monogrammed handkerchief that uh, Eli got. And, like, what what the hell is with these initials? Why would he be carrying this? Correct. And uh, Jimmy James apparently went into his background, really researched him, told Nucky, look, man, he's, this dude's squeaky clean. Broccoli shits for real. Right. Green as fuck. <laughs> like he keeps assuring Nucky he did not find anything, you know, which could have led to believing that Knox is his fake name. Correct. Uh, that Knox um, was somehow double double facing Nucky. So um, just wanted to throw that in there. Before we go on to the next scene with the uh, BFBS, well, and I wanted to add on to that scene because because of I have this in my notes when they're meeting, so they're meeting at the club, uh, the Onyx Club, when that's happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy James says of daughter Maitland because Maitland's uh, singing yes. that uh, she has quite the set of pipes, <laughs> the, quite the set of pipes on her, and then he goes. I that's think right. that's what the young kids are saying, that's right? That's what the young kids are saying. Now, <laughs> had he not said, oh, wait, had he not said that's what the young kids are saying, I would have been like, oh, okay, you like, I would have believed 100% that that's what he's yeah. saying, right? But then once he says that, I'm like, oh, now I'm looking at it weird. Because then it's like, oh, now I'm imagining Jimmy Jane's like, man, he's like, Post Malone is sure lit, isn't he? Because <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm trying to figure, like, because. I don't know. It was it was it was weird to me that he said that because then I was like, is it lame that he says it or is it cool? Like I don't know. <laughs> so these rhymes are how you say fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the this shit the is. I believe it's called streets. dope as fuck. If I'm not mistaken. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> so uh, we go from this. We go back to uh, BFBS, and we find yes. out he is drinking with uh, with M- Jimmy, Jimmy James, Mister Means. Yeah, and we find out Jimmy James is fucking working with him He's, because he has yep. shit on him. Yep. Yep. Now, how big of a surprise? Timing. How big of a surprise was this to you? Very big. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Like, because we just had that scene. That's why it was so it was so shocking. Like, we just had the scene. Nucky and and Maitland, or I'm sorry, not Maitland. Um, I just know him as Jimmy James. Yeah, no, that's Jimmy fine. James yeah, yeah, Nucky Jimmy James <laughs> have this history over the last two seasons of working together. And being in trust with each other, uh-huh. and now, what? What the? F- Damn it! You can't trust anyone. This is ridiculous. Right. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, and you can even see because he even says like, "Well, I've got like," and this is why this is why I fucking hate BFBS because he's not only drunk and he's sitting there, and then um, means even tells him like, "Hey." Next time, don't fucking carry around a monogram hanky. Yeah, like he's trying to help yep. the guy out, and then the and then BFBS is like, well, maybe you shouldn't be getting caught. Like what? Yeah. Well, what the fuck, like, dude? Like, <laughs> fucking broccoli shits. Shut your mouth and take some advice. Because <laughs> of all people to take advice from to be secretive, it's means at this point. Yeah. Means is the obviously. Person. So. <laughs> Because he's keeping it. Nucky doesn't suspect him being corrupt at all. No, we didn't suspect nope. him being corrupt at all. Nope. So it's it's uh, it's insane. There's there's backstabbing galore. That's for sure. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So the last little bit I actually have on this whole story then is, uh, well, we uh, they have like a, a dinner or whatever at Eli's house. And yes. um, one is, who the fuck is this girl? Yeah, right. <laughs> when did his daughter grow like 10 years? Yeah. Okay. like. And why did his son de-age? Like, I, we were, you know, it, it's funny you bring this up. Me and, me and Beth were talking about it while we were watching the episode. Like, why are they like, with their kids, why are they like swapping these motherfuckers out like crazy with different people? I don't understand. I mean, this is an HBO show. They're usually really, really good with consistency and keeping the same people. With Eli's kids, they're fucking mix and matching the shit out of these people, and they're trying to make them main characters. You can't do that. No, I see it. I see it. It breaks the continuity. <laughs> it really does because this this girl is literally um, uh, Willie's age. Yeah, and I've never seen. I if I'm not mistaken, I've never seen her the entire show. Nope. And we just had them doing an egg hunt at the beginning yep. of this season. Yep. And they were children, young children. The only <laughs> one that was of age, quote unquote, was Willie. Willie, and it was a totally different person. <laughs> I don't fucking understand it. So Willie and. Uh, Tells her because she's wanting to, I guess, go to school, and Eli right. doesn't want to hear it because women should only be cooking and yeah. cutting the crust yep. off of sandwiches. So <laughs> he says, well, you can take my spot. He tells them yeah, that he's no longer in college. Right. And 
we get to see the fucking abusive side of Eli that we haven't seen in about five episodes. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, he he goes off the handle okay. and starts. Because that's the other thing. He even says, like, well, when you were in jail. And then the daughter's like, you were in jail? Like, yeah. what the, this daughter's 16 years old. How did she not know her dad yeah. was in jail? Where the hell did you think your dad was? <laughs> For how many months? Oh my! Like, <laughs> that just clicked in my head. This is a horrible writing. <laughs> oh my god! I can't do this show now. <laughs> um, I don't get it. I I don't understand how they came up with this stuff. But um, he says like, oh, you can take my spot because I've dropped out." Him and him and Eli, they have like a big like you know. A big, uh, essentially a big fight. Eli becomes yep. the asshole that Eli can start slapping. Yeah, he, he yep. hits him. He actually becomes like physically violent with him, and uh, Willie leaves. And then Nucky is like, and then of course he's also questioning Nucky on like why Nucky's even there, and Nucky's well during with his during wife. this fight. During the fight with Eli, Willie keeps like turning to Nucky, being like, "Hey, Uncle Nucky, like." What's a right? No, no, Nucky's you, you like Nucky's sitting there like I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Nucky's trying to be hands off, but fucking Willie keeps trying to bring him into the conversation. Like he's you know, and obviously Eli is, doesn't want to fucking hear or see that shit because true. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Eli's his dad. Like, what the fuck are you looking at Nucky for? Like, look at me. We're having a discussion, and that's kind of what sets him off a little bit more too because. Obviously, Eli and Nucky have you know have this relationship. It's rocky. It's that uh, they've kind of made up, but I'm sorry, I, I'd be hard pressed to totally forgive my brother if he sent me to prison for fucking <laughs> however many months. Well, yeah. So, um, you know, just uh, the fact that his oldest is is now turning to Nucky for more support. It's um, uh. I see why he would have lost his shit. I don't condone beating the crap out of your kid because no. of it. <laughs> so, um, you know, that's that that just added to the uh, to the weird, you know, mess of why this fight was happening and why Eli starts questioning, like, what the hell, dude? Why are why does he keep looking to you? Why are you here? What's going on? Right. And. So this obviously leads Eli then to go on a fucking bender. Yeah. <laughs> and show up with a fucking bottle of whiskey somehow. And I I and we haven't we haven't seen this Eli in a while. Yep. And Eli and Ducky have their words and stuff like that. And and even Ducky even tells him, he's like, look, he's like, I'm gonna talk to you tomorrow. Yeah. Because at this point it hit what is it he says? He's like um, I'm gonna blame tonight on bourbon and bad judgment. Right. Yes. Which yeah. I will give Nucky that. Nucky can at least admit, like, I'm gonna give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. You're acting like a fucking moron, yeah. but it's because you're super hammered. Correct, because <laughs> there's a lot of people that would be out there and be like, No, I don't give a shit if you're hammered or not. Yeah. Like, I don't care. Yeah. So I'll give I will give Nucky the benefit on that one. He's just like, dude, he's like, I'll talk to you tomorrow because this is your your yeah exa- that's it what it is, and he he leaves and you can even see that Eli is kind of it's kind of clicking and you're like ah oh, fuck like I fucked up, right? And I mean and 
that's that the, the that's and that's the end that I have on this. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um did you have anything else on their on their like storyline or, or where do you think this is going to be going then to next step the next episodes? Um, well, like I said, like I I hate that this is most likely what's going to happen, but obviously Willie is trying his hardest to get into the uh, family business. So I'm guessing there's going to be a little bit more of that. Um, I have a feeling that Willie. Oh, I don't know. It, I feel like Willie's going to die okay. <laughs> for some reason. Just looking at all the no, things that's that are fine. happening. Hey, I want to hear. I want to hear um, any any theory you have. I, I'm looking. I'm looking much farther ahead right now, just because you know, taking into account that um, Capone is about to start a war with uh, by murdering O'Banion, because I feel like that's going to happen. Um, Nucky's going to be looking for anyone that he can get on his side because shit in a, in a gangster war, you need, you need soldiers, right? So, right. um, he's going to recruit everybody he can. Obviously Willie wants to be part of it. Um, I think he'll get pulled on to the, the whole thing and get caught up and fucking get blasted and, oh, that's going to cause some crazy shit to happen. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, that's awesome. I like. As I said, I want to hear what you think is going to be happening. That's a, just a guess, just my hypothesis. We'll see. We'll see how that pans out. Okay. Um. So I because I don't have anything else at this point. So, uh, with that being said, then uh, we'll go ahead and end this episode. And the next episode we have is the old ship to Zion. The fuck does that mean? We'll find out maybe next week. It's it's <laughs> the name of a sign that was in the background of one shot. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's the title. We'll, we'll run with that. It's going to make about as much sense as the North Star or whatever yeah. the other ep- <laughs> the other episodes were called. So uh, we'll be back next week and we will be talking about that episode and do a little chin wagging then. Yeah.